I'm like Van Gogh of the uh, Reservoir Dogs. Hey, welcome back to Nothing Southern Gentlemen. I am and I am essential. No, wait. Yes. I love yes. it. I knew it. <laughs> you knew you knew I was going to lead in with that. I uh, knew every, everybody who's out there working. I'm I'm not going to, you know, it's about time people got recognized for you know, the the job they do dealing with the public. Skills <laughs> Skills and trades, my friends. Skills and trades go a lot longer and better than fancy pieces of paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of skills and jobs like you acquired in the Air Force, uh, we had a weird conversation this week. Yeah, yeah, dude. Okay, so, uh, yes. So, when I was in the Air Force, I was in the 729th Air Control Squadron. I get a suggestion from Facebook. Hey, would you like to uh, join this, you know, 729 alum group? I'm like, yeah, I'll join that. Answer a few Facebook questions, you know, get approved. Oh, sweet. See a lot of old memories and stuff go through. Okay, let's see who is in this group that I'm not friends with that I want to, you know, catch up with. Go through. You have a common friend in Ricky Westbrook. What? How? Does Ricky know Jay Whitaker? And at which point I call you and you say... Well, I mean, Jay Whitaker, uh, I, I knew he was in the military because I've listened to him on a podcast. Jay Whitaker is a member of the Geek Show podcast uh, who you knew from Kerry Jackson, your time in Utah in the Air Force. Yes. Uh, and, and Jay came on... Uh, uh, quite a few years ago, like after you had been uh, out, uh, I'd talked about it a few times, but I don't think the last time we talked about that podcast, um, he he wasn't on there. But uh, yeah, he's friends with those guys. Right. And uh, actually he had, awesome. uh, he's a comedian um, that joined up with them. And uh, I, like last year at some point, he did have a tour that was, that came through Arkansas, but I, I missed it because all of his tour dates that I was looking for uh, we're in the surrounding states, and it stopped for a while, so I figured, oh, well, he's just not coming here, so it's not doable. And then, boom, had a date show up at, like, Juanita's or something like that, and and, and it was too late. I already missed it. So uh, I did want to get out there and see him. Um, I don't know him personally. I have had a couple right. of Facebook conversations with him, but he's a pretty funny guy. Um, yeah, um, he he was in. I, I was trying to think back. He he was in a different shop than me, but uh, I'm pretty sure we were in Qatar together. I believe it was in Qatar. We deployed together. I uh, somewhere on a hard drive somewhere there is footage of him being a straight up comedian. Uh, that I have on camera in the Air Force. And I'm like, it's so funny that he turned into a comedian because I have him on video being goofy and silly and making everybody laugh. And I'm like, this is hilarious. That's yeah. so awesome. Such a small world. Yeah, uh, Dry Bar Comedy on Facebook. You can find him there. And, uh, of course, Geek Show Podcast. Um, you know, those those guys are a little... A little political, so I mean, you gotta have 
you got to go in with an open mind if you're listening on there. But Jay's Jay's kind of a moderate voice of reason kind of guy, and uh, I I really like him. So yeah, I recommend that. Awesome. And yeah, that was really funny for that. To, that conversation was kind of surreal. Like how? Wait a minute, what's going on here? It's just it's it's really strange from ever my two worlds collide. It's like oh that's awesome. I love it. Absolutely love it. Oh, so we Dave, got go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say it's been a long week. Uh, I look forward to uh, sitting down and having a chat with you. What do we got on the menu today? Well, one of the things we talked about last week: uh, the possibility of New Mutants coming to streaming uh, mm-hmm. started making the rounds in the media. Uh, so. I do expect that to be announced sometime. Probably uh, before the end of the month, they will go ahead and pull the trigger on New Mutants coming to Disney Plus, and that will be wonderful. I'm ready. You, you think it'll be straight to Disney Plus? Uh, I do. If if they're going to do Artemis Fowl that way, they've been trying to find a slot for New Mutants for two years. I think do it will it. be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, dude, I, I will be, and I'll. We will be talking about it the moment. As soon as we can, we'll be talking about it. I can't wait. And it is completely possible. So, rumors, rumors being rumors, but, you right. know, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, there was an article today that popped up saying that uh, it leaked that Deadpool will show up in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, being out of the X-Men universe. Since that movie is not made yet, they if if New Mutants does well and has a good response, they may pull them through. It may be well, the first movie in uh, uh, to pull all that together. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's pie in the sky, of course. But I, I would be excited if it's a good movie, Man. and I've heard it's a good movie. So I can't wait. Yeah, I can't believe Deadpool. Can you imagine? That would be totally unexpected. You know, of all the MCU properties, you you find Deadpool in the middle of a Doctor Strange movie. I would be like, that. that's, yeah, whatever. Bring it on. I'd love it. Love it. Yeah, they were talking about some, some spoilery kind of stuff, so I won't mention him what, I mean, that's not the spoiler they were talking about, uh, but you can, you can go out and find it if you want. It's all speculation anyway until the movie happens, So, but it sure is fun. Um, an auction did come up this week for like a while back. They had they auctioned off the uh, TV stuff for Daredevil. You know, whenever Netflix you know was done with the TV series, they had this big auction for Daredevil and for Iron Fist. This week, Punisher stuff came up for auction, and mm. of course, you know everybody got to talking about the uh, the Netflix Marvel stuff. It's been almost a year. It's a it's two years in November, so okay. November. They can pull the trigger on if they want to use any and all of the Netflix Marvel John stuff. John Barenthal, Charlie Cox. John Barenthal and Charlie Cox. Absolutely. 100%. Spider Man 3, Charlie Cox. Let's do this. Oh my. <laughs> See Spider Man and Daredevil in Hell's Kitchen or in Midtown, you know, just on top of a bill. I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> can you imagine? Let's do it. Just web web slinging through hell's kitchen and all of a sudden there's a guy on top of the building huh let's go see what's up that'd be awesome 
Yeah. Incredible. Which, of course, pop, uh, pumped the talk about Marvel TV, you know, She-Hulk and Moon Knight and all that stuff that we are... Se- I don't I don't know how much we talked about that. What, what new Marvel TV are you truly excited about? I mean, I mean, it, it it's... I'm jump on that bandwagon, man. I want to see WandaVision, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That, well, I mean, yeah, we've, we've seen it, something honestly, of it, and it does look exciting, Wanda, yeah. WandaVision more so than Falcon than Winter Soldier, I would say, for me. Really? Just because just I want to see what's happening, you know? Like, what? it looks like such a unique show. Yeah, true. Um, really really want to know what's going on there. Yeah, it's it's intriguing. And Loki as well, you know, just because Tom Hiddleston's amazing. Uh, Loki stories. Uh, he, he's just never done anything bad in the MCU. I love it. I, I, I could watch Loki do Loki things all day long. It would be awesome. Well, I really... So this this could break my heart. What, what I'm looking forward to in TV is the announced Moon Knight. I, I would yeah. really like for them to pull a Punisher uh, Moon Knight. And, and the reason I say that is because the Punisher TV series, or Netflix show, is the first time I felt Punisher has been relatable, I understood him, uh, and enjoyed. I, I never was a person who picked up Punisher. I, I did pick up, you know, the the... You know, Punisher and Wolverine in in the original Punisher series because Jim Lee drew it. I had, you know, odds and ends with the Punisher in there, but he wasn't a character I I understood very well or I sought issues for. So the John Barenthal Punisher is my first man. I really like this guy. I, you know, Thomas Jane didn't do it for me. Dolph Lundgren didn't do it for me. Oh, I mean, don't get me on. wrong. Thomas Jane is a great actor, and those movies are enjoyable. I just see there's an yeah. actor playing Frank, you know, and it's it's just what it is. Uh, much like uh, Ghost Rider. I mean, it's Nick Cage. It's not Johnny Blaze in his story. It's Nick Cage playing Johnny Blaze. It's not Ca- Nick Cage playing Johnny Blaze. But uh, there you go. Moon, Knight, Moon Knight's a razor's edge because they could either do a great version of him that everybody loves and understands. Right. Or they do a version that I, I... I'm not quite sure on the crazy, I don't know if this is real, which I have a feeling they'll probably go that angle since it is the new modern Moon Knight. I don't know that they could tell a story that will entertain me doing the, is this real, is he crazy... Uh, kind of story, you know. the right. The original Moon Knight is is a guy with multiple personalities. He's got, you know, the the rich guy. He's the cab driver. He's the, you know, in that. Even though that's kind of goofy, um, I I, I always like Moonlight being the street level guy that, you know, not Batman. He never struck me. Even though people make a lot of comparisons of Moon Knight and Batman. Um, yeah, I, and I could see where they come from. Moon Knight was just a different animal to me, and uh, I really like the look. You know that he's he's one of those that if he's drawn right, you know, in the flowing cape and everything, and he, he looks really awesome. I just really would like to have a great story. She Hulk scares me <laughs> because yeah. a green woman. I mean, I know they do the Hulk, 
and he's a green guy, and he's great. I understand. It, it looks amazing. I just have to see the concept of big green lady in a courtroom in in a skirt, <laughs> or or you know punching awesome. punching the juggernaut in the face, which they can do. Or it's hilarious. Read read She Hulk. Um, I'm just saying. Moon Knight is is what I'm looking for. Now you did mention uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and what that brings me to, you know, playing Captain America. He's he's the captain, right. um, U.S. agent, and he's in there. And that's yeah. I, I'm super excited to see how they do that. But <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to see the show. I, I'm really excited to see the interaction with you know. They played that in in Civil War with Bucky and yeah. and and Falcon, and I, I want this show to be really good. John Walker, I'm really excited to see, and I hope they don't. I hope they don't make him a bad guy that they kill off, and that that doesn't seem like that. I've actually heard a few things saying John Walker is is really good in this. Because okay. he—that's—that's that's who U.S. Agent is. I mean, he's like a jingoistic, you know, American soldier kind of guy. You know, all about America and everything. He's like, on 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 the opposite side of Captain America, where he's all—you know—Captain America wasn't about nationalism. He was about the people. You know, the defending right. the how the he truly believed the Constitution and you know how the American people is what he's fighting for and blah blah blah. Whereas U.S. agents a bit more, uh, you know, jingoistic about what he's doing about you know America and you know yeah 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 you know. But he's in the heart. He's a good guy who stepped into the role of Captain America. He's just a little, right. you know, on that side of things. And uh, what I what I've seen written in a couple articles is that they they play into that, but they don't play it as you know he's. Whereas sometimes that gets played as a a bad thing to be all right. about that. Like he really believes in, you know, the good of America just, and all that. Yeah, he just has different views. Right, right. And I'm yeah. really excited to see that. Now, related to that, since we're talking about Captain America, uh, I read, and I did not catch this either, but I remember it, and I remember thinking about it in Endgame. Okay. Uh, Tony and. Steve, go back to the 70s. Uh, spoilers, if you haven't seen Endgame, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, and they, uh, Tony is in disguise as a, as a scientist, and Steve is in disguise as just a military personnel. Well, right. his uniform says Roscoe. Okay. And, and I remember it saying that, because I was like, Roscoe, that's kind of an odd name to pick. You know, that I'm sure that means something, but I, I never bothered to even do any research on it. Well, Somebody else did the research on it. There was a person, yeah. and I can't remember the name, but his name was Roscoe something. He did step into the Captain America role whenever uh, Steve became Nomad. Well, mm. in it's a very short story, easy to miss, but the Red Skull finds him, kills him, and uses an example says, if there's any, you know, this is how any fake Captain America will end up. Yeah, and that's what that's why Steve uh, leaves be- being nomad and becomes Captain America again. So they snuck one in on you yet again. <laughs> We're that's still awesome. finding Easter eggs on this stuff. 
Incredible. I love it. I love all the Easter eggs. Love them all. So I did I did talk about that auction for the Netflix stuff, and that got me to thinking, what is your if you if you had not unlimited amounts of money, but like if you had enough right. money to be comfortable and you're like, I want one thing from TV or movies, what is it gonna be? Uh, you mean like just some a that prop. I can go out and buy? A, yeah, a prop. a prop. Like if you, yeah, like if you had an in, like if you had, like a Steven Spielberg was your next door neighbor. Like, hey man, you know, hey, you still got that thing from? What what's it gonna be? Oh, uh, that's tough, man. Prop wise, uh, you know, it'd be awesome to have an Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> It well. really would. Um, but but I got to think, it, it's got to be something from childhood. Ooh, I want I want He-Man's sword that Dolph Lundgren had. Oh, I, well, I was fixing to call you out. I'm like, that wasn't real. Oh, you mean the real sword. Yeah, I want the real one. God, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of, I like that. that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, I want Dolph Lundgren's sword. I want He Man's sword. Hmm. That was a good looking sword. I mean, for for that for that movie, that was a really good looking sword. Yeah. Now, if we were gonna go specific, if we just were saying swords, ah, mm-hmm. uh, dad gum. I guess mine. Now, would... now, if we're just talking swords, I know mine. Mine. Yeah, sword. I know. I I bet I could guess yours, but I'll let you do it. Mine. Oh no. Would... I... You say yours and then guess mine, and I'll tell you whether you're right. I won't change it. A, a real, it's yes. probably going to have to be. I'm, I had I had one that I thought you would go for, and I, I'm surprised you didn't do it. Hold on. I'm working on it. Anduril, the Flame of the West, Aragorn's sword that uh, the mm. elves give him out of the Shards of Narsil. Okay. That would that would be good. that would be the one. Now, if you asked me twenty years ago, yeah, uh, it would probably be Conan Sword out of you know the Conan movies. Oh, see, I th- I thought you might go Excalibur. That would be Matt. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's mine? Uh, Sting. No. Raw. Oh, no. Really. You said just any sword, so I'm going Cloud's Buster Sword, man. That's not a real sword that's existed. A prop. You said you I, said a, a prop. swords. TV or movie sword. sword prop. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it's been in. Uh, a well, movie. yeah, you could have one made. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been in Advent Children. That's a movie. Yeah, that that was digital, sir. <laughs> Doesn't count. Oh. He's an anti-animation guy. Yeah, anti-anti-animationite. Yes, he's an anti-dentite. Um, oh. But if I but if I had to say real, real, real prop, it's Dude, not. It's not Freddy's glove. Freddy's glove. <laughs> yeah. No, gosh, dang it. It, it it'd be something like you know it'd be like give me the give me the idol I'll give you the whip it'd be it'd be. Uh, all right. That would be cool. One, you could have one. Yeah. Just one. Re- and reasonable, reasonable. Like actually, yeah. actually get it. It would probably be Darth Vader's life lightsaber hilt. 
the hero the hero well, there, version yeah. yep yeah that's cool that's good i thought you were gonna say that i got one tiger Tiger King. One, one. Yeah, that's a heck of a prop you got there. He's kind of hungry. It's a tiger. So, so I did finish Tiger King. Nice. Did you? Oh yeah. You, so you're you're finished as well. Okay. You know, uh, for those listening, we are recording on a Saturday. Uh, tomorrow, uh, the twelfth. Uh, Netflix will be releasing a eighth episode to Tiger. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Them. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. yeah. Yeah, none of the big players are in it. Uh, it's all like Rinky and, you know, all those guys, the the under-level under guys. That, that okay, for, for those that have completed it, that is one of the craziest seven episodes i know it's reality tv i know it's a docu-series made to get you talking it's it's you know making a murderer but on a more entertaining level totally over the top with every single thing and at the end of the thing i will say this okay i don't condone anything joe exotic did i don't but I do believe one that Carol Baskin fed her husband to tigers. That is just 100%. Let, let's just, that's number one. And that is true. That is true. Uh, hand of God. Yeah. Two, do, do you, I feel kind of bad for Joe. I feel Joe is a guy that he wants that attention. And so he says over the top things to get, attention and then when he has the slightest bit of encouragement such as jeff Lowe, point yeah yeah man that's awesome you want to he he keeps going just to appease the audience just to appease the attention and keep it flowing that i believe in any other setting there's no way you know, from a docu-series, I want to say, I get the feeling, I don't think he's the type of person that would kill her, not that, obviously, he said it a whole lot, but do you not feel that, that he was definitely taken advantage of? I believe that Al guy had no intentions of going and killing that lady. I fully believe him when he says, hey, I just took the money and ran. Like, I think that's the truth, 100%. Two... Good night. Joe is so stupid. Like he, I, he, he tries to hire these people who are down on their luck and he ends up surrounding himself with the exact type of people that are going to take advantage of him. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Like it's just a train wreck. One thing after the other. And you, I don't know. What, what What's your thoughts now that it's done and you know that he's in jail? By the way, he has uh, COVID-19. Uh, he tested positive for COVID-19. Joe Exotic did. I seen that earlier this week. This guy can't catch a break other than he has a no. multi-million dollar Netflix series. It's uh... Who do you think's walking away with that money? I, hey, no, I don't know, dude. Like, is, I, I don't want it to be Carol Baskin. I'll quit watching it if she gets a cut. Good Lord. That'd be Carol Baskin. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. It, the, 
This show is like a speed crack version of Cops. I mean, you just turn it on and go, my God, things are bad, but they're not that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine, like, this is this is the strangest thought I had while watching this. Um, let's say you were a person that had visited Joe Exotic's, you know, zoo. And let's say you're one of the people who ate at that pizza place and you're watching the docu-series only to realize that you ate a pizza made with expired Walmart meat. Hey, yeah. Uh, when he get, uh, when he gets out of jail, I'm sure I'm sure there'll be some lawsuits. I was like, that's crazy. Can you imagine the amount of just oh my god, we ate there. There there were families that said that. I guarantee you, and that's hilarious to me. I I got an idea. I got an idea, man. We we we're all stuck in our houses. And the only places that we are comfortable outside of those is the car. Let's bring back the drive-in. Oh, I had this thought. I drove past where the Batesville drive-in used to yes! be. And Let's I was like, the drive-in. you know. Dude, it's the cheapest upgrade. You, I guarantee you, you could go to those places and get those screens up and running. For for nearly nothing. Oh, there's and no there's packed. no screen they out there, packed. sir. <laughs> no, but you could build one. For think about it, the amount of people that would pack this, pack out a drive-in theater. You use modern technology. You use Bluetooth. You you give the you know every amenity you can imagine, and it will be packed. People are, would love that. You would revitalize the theaters. Movies could start making a little bit of money. And not to mention you're bringing something back that we probably forgot about and need to appreciate more. And that's the drive-in theater. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If this went, if this happens to go on for three to four more months, it will happen. I guess. Well, now, hold on. We're, we're, we're jumping a bit ahead here because there may be some younger fans who have no clue what we're talking about. And now, whenever me and Sean were little kids, there used to be this thing called a drive-in movie theater where you would everybody would load up in the car and you oh, drive yeah. out to this parking lot through a gate, and the, there'd be a person giving you tickets, and you'd drive that, up to a stall in this parking lot, and there'd be a speaker that you hook over your window and roll window. it up, and you're inside your car, and this movie would start playing, uh, you know, on this huge screen out your windshield, and the yep. the sound would come through the speaker. Oh. Have you ever seen the movie Twister? There's a <laughs> there's a drive-in theater there, and uh, that gets demolished. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, a, a drive-in movie theater right now, if somebody... And there are some still operating. There's one in Mountain View. Uh, there's there's like three or four in Arkansas, I believe. And they're, they're in different places. They happen. Right. But if somebody was oh, yeah. on top of that, like had, had the big screen, had the $30,000 projector, you know, and had great food and had, you know, either the radio... Uh, frequency thing you 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 know so you turn the radio on yeah. and it tunes into that or or oh, yeah. a bluetooth connection to the to the sound and have it blaring through your nice speakers in your car i think yeah. that'd be awesome yes and bring uh, it back 
Bring it back. Bring it back. What was the last drive-in movie you saw, Sean? Well, I I kind of I got lucky there, man. Um, when I was in Utah, anybody uh, ever been to Ogden, Utah, right there on uh, Riverside Drive or Riverview Drive, uh, there's a giant movie theater. And I used to, dude, from my squadron, we could climb up on this mountain where we would set up sometimes called Trash Mountain. And you could look right down in the theater. We would memorize the frequency and you could sit up there and do work and listen to like it was amazing and i want to say the last movie i seen mm, i want to damn it i'm trying to think oh uh, i know who i was with it was not a horror movie i cannot think of what it was let me let me let me think on it, man. Let me think on it, and I'll get I'll get you your answer. I'll have an answer. Well, it my, was probably in two thousand eight, two thousand seven, somewhere around there. Mine was at the Batesville Drive-In Movie Theater, and it was uh, Clint Eastwood when he was a young man making movies of the eighties. It was Firefox, you know, where he's yes. uh, he's the pilot yes. and flies the yeah fly that spy plane out of Russia. It's basically like the uh, no 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 the SR seventy one Blackbird is basically what what that plane is, and that movie was awesome for the time. I mean, it like Top Gun had come out, so they had this one. Uh, you know, people don't talk about it much these days, but I I really like that movie. Yeah, that, that's a real good movie. I'm still digging for my my movie. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Well, speaking of movies we watched in the '80s, Disney is going to try this live action, live action CG with a remake of Robin Hood, the stupid what? fox Robin Hood. They're going to do uh, we, a hey, uh, hey hey we love that movie. Uh, in this God, we wa- we watched that movie probably. Once or twice every couple months, like we love that movie in this house. Roast that stupid chicken bard, uh, like nope, on a spigot. Nope. The chicken, you you lay a hand on. We're that ending. Chicken, We're ending mm. the podcast. No way. That's it. No. Done. That's a great. Ugh. By the way, it oh. was it was three ten to Yuma. Three ten to Yuma was the last movie. Oh, I that'd seen be a great movie, movie to see at the theater. Movie theater. I did. It was. It was. That was the last movie I seen. That's the James Mangold who did. Uh, 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 Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Logan. Who did Logan? Logan. And yeah. and the second Wolverine movie. Yeah, it was three ten to Yuma. I knew if I would, I just went back through the movies in two thousand seven. I was like, nah, I knew I'd see it. Oh. Well, my friend. Yeah. I know it's a short and sweet one, but I'm glad to get together, have conversation. Uh, glad for everybody listening. Uh, shoot us an email if you're just back to listening to us. So, Southern Gentleman at gmail.com. I would say hit me up on social media, but at this point in time, I ain't going to lie, I'm not very active. Uh, if you need to get a hold of one of us, hit me up on uh, Instagram or so. I'm at Maynard98. Uh, I'd be glad to chat with you there and, uh, you know, say what's up. But that, that's about the only thing I'm even using right now, other than driving to work and driving home. That's that's life. Well, Rick, where can they find you and all that? 
You know, I don't think the last two episodes that we even mentioned. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I know. Um, well, I mean, you can always hit up the podcast at Not So Southern G's on Twitter. You can reach me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook, or you can hit us up at our email, Not So Southern Gentleman at gmail.com. Well, thanks for listening, and until next week for Not So Southern Gentleman, I'm Sean. I'm Sean. I'm not Sean. I stepped on your line. He's Ricky. You're Ricky. I am a Ricky. All right.